Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, June 2nd. It was on this date in 1997 that Timothy McVeigh was convicted of murder and conspiracy in the Murrah Federal Building bombing. That 1995 bombing in Oklahoma City killed 168 people. McVeigh was executed in June of 2001. Now let's get to that Thursday forecast. All right, good Thursday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovine. Warm and buggy out the door this morning. Hot and humid this afternoon. 90 at lunchtime. We'll go up in the mid-90s this afternoon. Mostly sunny. It'll be a slight chance of an afternoon or evening shower or thunderstorm similar to yesterday. It'll be isolated in nature, but a couple of you will get some rain. Better rain chance for everybody comes tomorrow with a cold front nearing the area. Helps to squeeze out a lot of that moisture in the air. Scattered showers and storms by the afternoon and the evening on Friday. Now behind the this front. Still a couple showers and storms possible this weekend, but the temperatures will be down highs on Saturday and Sunday in the mid 80s. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now let's get to your morning headlines. North Charleston police have arrested a man accused of throwing a baby at his girlfriend. Vincent Reed is charged with first-degree domestic violence and unlawful conduct towards a child. The investigation began early yesterday morning when officers responded to an apartment on Alston Avenue for a possible child abduction. An incident report states Reed walked into his girlfriend's home intoxicated and got upset that she was on the phone. A domestic dispute led to Reed taking the baby out of the home, but a report says he walked back in after the woman called 911. That's when Reed allegedly threw the baby and bit the woman. No word yet on the baby's condition. Investigators with the Williamsburg County Sheriff's Office say an argument that started at a convenience store ended with a deadly shooting. Now, officials would say that shooting happened Monday on Greenlee Street and King Street. Deputies say when they got to that scene, they found a man lying in the front seat of a car. The victim was taken to the hospital where he later died. The Williamsburg County coroner identified that victim as Damon Burgess. A report states an investigation revealed there was an altercation between the victim and suspect inside Sam's quick stop. According to the sheriff's office, both the victim and suspect left that store, but the altercation continued outside, ending in that deadly shooting. The Charleston County Coroner's Office is releasing the name of a man who died in a crash in North Charleston. Monday night's crash happened at the intersection of Reynolds and Rivers Avenue around 11 p.m. North Charleston police say a witness told them a man was lying in the street when he was hit by a truck. The victim has been identified as Antoine Milligan. No arrests have been made in connection to the incident. Three people who were arrested in the aftermath of a mass shooting in downtown Charleston have bonded out. Core records show Tahira McGee, Aisha McGee, and Maurice Malloy bonded out on Tuesday. Investigators say the three were not involved in the actual shooting that injured 10 people, but were arrested following the incident. The Charleston County Sheriff's Office says both McGees were arrested in connection with fights that broke out after the shooting that resulted in the assault of two deputies. Malloy was arrested for disorderly conduct. No arrests have been made yet for the actual shooting that took place on America and South Streets on Monday night. Well, the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Senior Farmers Market Nutrition Program is back. Through the South Carolina Department of Social Services, low-income seniors can access fresh local produce. Lauren Quinlan joins us live with more on what's new with this program this year. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning. This year, the program is going statewide. 
Eligible seniors in all 46 counties will now have access to these fresh fruits and veggies, not just those living in rural or urban areas. Eligible seniors will be given $25 worth of vouchers to be used at participating roadside stands and farmers markets from now through the fall. And this is all funded by a grant through the USDA. Conley Ann Ragley with the Department of Social Services says there are a few changes to the application process this year. One of the biggest changes, eligible recipients must complete their application in person at approved locations. Recipients will also be able to get their vouchers the same day. This program not only helps seniors in the state, but local farmers as well. Ragley says farm to table has become very popular and it's important for people to know where their food comes from. We know that uh, being able to help South Carolina farmers directly by purchasing these items through approved stands and vendors and markets uh, really will help put that money back into the economy. Juanita Pinckney and her son, Devon Hammond, own and run Fields Market Farm on Johns Island. Hammond says this third-generation family business has been a part of this program since about the start, and it's a great way for them to provide for their community. From the farmer's vantage point, you know, we're able to reach probably a lot of um, consumers who otherwise may not be able to afford to, um, you know, get fresh produce, um, the fresh produce that a lot of the farmers and farm markets have to offer. Hammond says even when they aren't open, they are and love to connect and serve their community and others across the state are gearing up to do the same. DSS says you can only apply at a designated location in the county that you live in. For more information on all that you need to know to apply, click on this story on Live5News.com. Live on Johns Island, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. 19 puppies found in the woods off a dirt road in Holly Hill. That's what one couple discovered near their home in Orangeburg County last week. Melissa Rademacher explains how exactly it happened. Casey Whitehead says, sadly, the dirt roads near her home are often a dumping place for unwanted pets. So she and her husband make sure to drive through the area once a day to check for animals in need. Last week, they saw two puppies near the road. When they followed the pups into the woods, they ended up finding a whole litter. Then they returned to the area to look for clues. That's when they found a cardboard box taped shut. To their sad surprise, inside was another litter of newborn puppies. Whitehead says she is doing her best to get the dogs treated and into loving homes. Her recently founded shelter, Rural Animal Volunteer Effort, is offering a cash reward to anyone who comes forward with information about the puppies. Somebody knows their neighbor or their cousin or their friend that had a dog that had a litter of puppies and then just should have had a litter of puppies and either doesn't have the puppies or the mom and all the puppies are gone. They didn't want anybody to find those dogs. And that's just... That's terrible. I understand not being able to care for them. People get into bad situations. I completely understand. But don't do something like that. Whitehead is posting daily updates about the puppies and looking for foster and adoption applications through RAVE and is thankful to everyone who has donated to the reward money. In the newsroom, Melissa Rademacher, Live 5 News. Well, pieces of scrap metal stacked in buckets, that's how a life-size statue was returned to the Boy Scouts of America location in North Charleston. Days after sounding the alarm about a missing bronze statue, a symbol of the Scouts of America at the Coastal Carolina Center was returned yesterday, but not 
all in one piece. Scout members alerted several scrap metal businesses in the area to keep an eye out. Yesterday morning, an employee with B&D Metal Recyclers denied a man from selling the parts, identifying them as stolen. At that same scrap metal facility, B&D Recycling, in a completely separate incident, officials say several vehicles caught fire yesterday morning at that site off Stokes Avenue in North Charleston. North Charleston firefighters say they received a call just before 1030 stating that a car exploded at the facility. Charleston County Sheriff's Office closed Stokes Avenue for a period of time while firefighters battled those flames. The Hanahan Fire Department assisted with their response. Fortunately, no injuries were reported in that fire. And here are a few other quick notes. On this date in 1941, baseball fans mourned the Iron Horse, Lou Gehrig, who died from the neurological disease that would eventually be associated with him. And on this date in 1953, the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II took place in London's Westminster Abbey. And video game fans, this one's for you on June 2nd, 1981. Nintendo released a video game you might have heard of, Donkey Kong. Celebrating a birthday today, actor Jerry Mathers of Leave it to Beaver turned 74. Comedian Dana Carvey is 67. Actor-comedian and Let's Make a Deal host Wayne Brady turns 50. And rapper-actor Aquafina turns 34. Thanks for joining us for Morning, y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning, y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.